What do I want to deprive myself of? What can't I have anymore? What am I doing wrong? What, what's the lack, the deficit, the deprivation I should give myself? That's often how we're trained to set goals. And sometimes I guess that's needed, but I don't think that's the best way to go about talking to ourselves and setting ourselves up for success. I'm Lindsay. I'm here to teach you proven strategies to be your own therapist that will take you from anxious to relieved. I'm here to help you feel lighter and hopeful while building a life full of meaning. I'm a licensed anxiety therapist running a successful private practice in New York City. So from someone that gives therapy and has been in therapy, I'm here to help you use the formula that moved me forward through serious anxiety in my own life. So follow along as I share what works and what doesn't This is Unlock Your Therapy. Hello, and welcome to session number 19 of the Unlock Your Therapy podcast. I'm Lindsay, your host. I am sitting in my beautiful home office. It is like 76 degrees outside for November is absolutely insane. And I am loving it, soaking it all in, because next week it said it's going to be in the 40s. So it is just gorgeous. I'm determined to go out for a walk, and I'm doing a lot of work from home today. I do have to take Everett to the doctor again later, but I do have a good chunk of time that I can fit this walk in, which I am determined to do. I hope you all are having a good start to your November. If you listen to this later, a good start to whatever month it is when you're listening. I have a nice episode today. The lineup is my high and low, where I share something I'm grateful for, reflecting back on the week that just happened, and a low because we all have lows, and I just like sharing my life with all of you and hoping it helps to normalize that we all have things that don't go as well in the week. After that, we go into anxiety, where I share some gossip going on in the media, something in the mental health field, research that might have happened, a book review, a topic that's interesting. And today, I'm back at it with the Kardashians. I love the Kardashians, and I use them as examples on here. So I have an example of how Kim Kardashian talks about that there's no easy answer to something. It's an interesting analogy that I drew the connection from, and I think there's a lesson in it, even though it seems a little trivial. (laughs) Then after anxiety, I go into skill of the week. Skill of the week today is to do what's working and nothing new. So I'll get into that and what exactly that means, but I think it'll be really helpful at curating your day and your goals in a different way than how we're trained to think about goals. After skill of the week is action item of the week where I give you a little bit of homework and help you take action on what we're talking about here. So it's not just all talk and listening. Often we listen to audiobooks and podcasts, at least I know I do, and it makes us feel like we're doing something even though We're just listening and taking in information. I do that for my business all the time and taking action is less fun than listening. So that's what Action Item of the Week is designed for, to get you to take some kind of step 
in a small, tiny way that helps you achieve it and build momentum in line with values. So let's get into it. I'll start with my low. Low is just forever Everett with his ears. He still has his ear infections going over a month now. We can't get rid of them. Three different antibiotics. And today we're going in probably to get injectable antibiotics in the office and maybe consulting with an ENT uh, about tubes in his ears. So we will see. I hope we don't have to do it, but I do want his ear infections to stop happening. And the poor thing, he's such a happy baby. And last night he was awake till one in the morning, just crying and inconsolable and just hitting his ear and just digging his fingers into his ear. And he's never like that. I've taken him to the doctor and they've told me he has double full-blown ear infections and the baby's been like the happiest and the best mood, doesn't seem sick at all. So they said, because he's such a happy baby, I have to bring him in like every week so they can check his ears to make sure. And he was so upset and in pain last night that it it must be really bad for him to be in that much pain. Even after I gave him Tylenol, he was still very much in pain for like two more hours before he finally fell asleep at one o'clock. So that's definitely my low. I just want to help him get better and he can't seem to get better. But no fever, at least. So that's just, I'll just talk about that every week is my low, (laughs) because that's a chronic thing I'm dealing with. Um, Hi, hi, is that I just had a really nice weekend. I went to my best friend's house upstate, and it was her son's birthday. Now that Carson's a little older, he can play with them a little better, like the kids that are at those parties, and he just had the best time. And there was a lot of kids there and he just ran all around and he ate s'mores and lit off fireworks and sparklers. It was just fun seeing him have such a fun time. Everett had a good time. I went out to brunch with my friends on Sunday. And yeah, it was just so nice getting together with people and being out and about. Working from home is wonderful. I absolutely love it, but it's very isolating So it's really important to me to get out and see people and see friends. So it's just like a friend-filled weekend. And that was so nice because it's not that often that I get together with people these days. So it was really meaningful and a nice connection to see everybody. And Carson had a good time. He went to the zoo yesterday with Dan and Dan brought him to fly a kite. And it's just really nice. Dan's so good at taking Carson out and doing fun, adventurous things and going to the parks and hiking and then I can take Everett with me and it's a great like divide and conquer situation for us, which is why I don't think I'll ever have a third kid because the divide and conquer works really well and I'd be really afraid of being outnumbered. I know there's benefits to that too, but I, I would be afraid. <laughs> Let's segue into anxiety. Anxiety, I'm back at it with the Kardashians. So I was watching a clip, it was an old clip of Kim Kardashian talking about her skincare line. I forget what it's called. Something, you know, skin with Kim or I don't know, Kim skin. (laughs) And she has seven different products for her skincare line. I don't pay that much attention to skincare stuff. I just like use a bar of soap and water and lotion. But she has seven different products 
And she was talking about her skincare line, promoting it on some talk show, late night show. And she said that it would be easy for her to come out with like one or two product solutions for skincare and that it would probably be, you know, easier to explain or people would be more likely to buy it because it'd be a quick fix. But she said that's not, that wouldn't be the truth, that really she takes really good care of her skin and she puts so much time and effort into it. Obviously, this is her job. And so she came out with seven products because she said she uses all seven of those every night when she does her skincare routine or whatever in the morning or whatever it was. And that it just wouldn't be authentic to say that you could get the results in like using one product or two products. And she was just being authentic. Like, yes, you need all seven of these and you need to do them all to get the results that you want or that I'm saying you can get from these. And I just liked that idea because, yeah, if you were looking for some kind of quick skincare, like me, right? I don't do a lot of skincare. So if I were to be like, you know what? I want to get into skincare, which sometimes I think. (laughs) And then I would look at that and be like, oh my God, seven products? No way am I buying this. I'll just buy something from some other line that tells me I can use two, maybe three, because I'm not going to do seven steps. But she's literally saying there's no quick fix. Like this is what I'm saying you need to do to take care of your skin. And that's a real, I think that's a a real honest way to put it. And I liked that analogy of what she was saying about skincare to life or to anything else, right? And I talked about this on the podcast before of that there's no quick fix. You just have to like do it and work at it. And if you think of all the things we need to do in order to like feel optimal for ourselves, it's a lot of things, right? I'm kind of lazy and it's so many things to feel like my optimal self. I need to eat semi-nutritiously, at least, you know, better than not. I need to move my body somehow, going out for a walk, going to the park. I need sunlight. I need to be outside at some point that day. I need to sleep well I need to like take a shower and get all dressed for the day, even if I'm home. I need to have a cleanish house to feel good. That doesn't always happen, but I do need that to feel like my best self. I need things to be in order and organized. I need my kids' stuff to be organized. I need like the front lawn to be mowed, right? It's just like a lot of different things. I need groceries in the house. It's a lot of things to feel our best selves, right? I also need to feel creative. I need to like feel like maybe I'm reading a book, even if it's just a few pages every week. I need to feel like I had downtime to do nothing. I need to feel like I saw friends and family, right? It's so many things that we need to really feel like we're taking care of all of the parts of ourselves. And it's not easy. And there's so many different pieces that we need to care for throughout the day. We need to drink our water. We need to bring a snack with us. We need to go for a walk. We need to take a break from work. We need to have fun and do something joyful and call a friend and schedule a dinner. It's a lot of things. So I thought this was a great analogy, right? That there's no shortcut and it is a lot of things and just validating, yes, it's a lot of things. And that's why you're tired. And that's why it's overwhelming. And that's okay. And we don't have to do all those things at once, right? This isn't what Kim Kardashian said anymore. She said, you absolutely need to do all seven of these or you're going to look like a gremlin, basically. But veering off of that analogy now, 
just kind of thinking about what's the most prominent thing that stands out to you. Like right now, because it was Halloween and I ate a lot of Carson's candy, I feel like, okay, I need to get back into eating more nutritiously. I'm not depriving myself of anything. I'm just like, okay, you know what? More vegetables and greens and healthy things than not, and then junk, right? So I could just improving that piece of my day a little bit, drinking water, going for a walk, moving my body, just little things like that. Nothing crazy. I'm not going on any diet. I'm not starting some crazy workout program. I'm just doing little things that are doable, that help me feel better, that I notice give me energy throughout the day. So don't think of all like seven or 10 realms of your life that you need to improve and be perfect. Just think of like, hey, today, what's kind of one thing that maybe I that would make me feel a little better? Or maybe I should drink a little more water today and that would just help me feel like more hydrated because maybe yesterday I didn't drink as much water and I feel a little sluggish today. Just noticing one little piece and just improving one little piece of whatever it is. So don't overwhelm yourself. But I just liked I really like that analogy. I often think of that, her skincare line. I don't know anything really about it except that analogy. Okay, enough about the Kardashians, unfortunately. I created something brand new, the No More People Pleasing mini course. I help women to stop people pleasing and put themselves first without the guilt. What would life look like if you could stop asking your partner to order food for you in a restaurant? or ask your boss for that raise you're long overdue for. I'm gonna teach you four proven strategies, research proven strategies, that's gonna bring you from people pleasing and passive to empowered and confident. You're gonna use my outline, my scripts, my beautifully designed PDFs to get the exact skills you need to become more assertive in your life. I'm gonna teach you four skills through my videos and worksheets that's gonna bring you to a place of confidence and being assertive in your life. You're gonna get my beautifully designed self-esteem daily journal to print out, my practice assignments to start changing your mindset and your behaviors. If you sign up now before I launch, you can get it for $29. That's the lowest it will ever be. And I'm giving everyone who signs up now a bonus gift. So go to at Unlock Your Therapy on Instagram, click the link in my bio to get on the list. Segwaying into skill of the week. Skill of the week, do what's working and not something new and fancy. So this is similar to kind of what I was talking about. This is a good segue. So I was reading something and it was saying, do what's already working more and don't think of something new or cool or some trendy thing you saw on TikTok to try out for your day and your schedule and improving your life. Just do what's already working. So I think of this with goal setting and resolutions, which is coming up in January, or just when we think of like, oh, I got to do this more. Oh, I got to get in some workout program. I got to whatever. I want you to think of yesterday, right? Just think of yesterday and how you felt and what things throughout the day made you feel good. That's all I want you to kind of think about right now. And if maybe you're like, oh, yesterday was like a down day, I you know, I didn't feel that great or I didn't do anything that made me feel so great. You know, in the last day or two, what did you do that helped you feel good? Like, oh, I felt really good in the afternoon because I had a big salad for lunch. 
and I drank my water and I took all my vitamins that I take that gives me energy. And I just felt really energized and I felt great. And I went out in the backyard for a little while and I just was in the sun and got some fresh air. I did some gardening, whatever it is that just made you feel good that day. When we set goals, we often think of things we shouldn't do anymore, right? If I think of the example of like, oh, I've been having a little too much Halloween candy. I'm not going to say, oh, I'm cutting sugar out of my life, right? I did think that. I was like, maybe I shouldn't eat sugar for a while, you know, but that's a bit unrealistic for me. So instead of saying, oh, what do I want to deprive myself of? What can't I have anymore? What am I doing wrong? What, what's the lack, the deficit, the deprivation I should give myself? That's often how we're trained to set goals. And sometimes I guess that's needed, but I don't think that's the best way to go about talking to ourselves and setting ourselves up for success. Instead of that, I can say to myself, well, you know what? The last few days, I've been doing really good at eating more vegetables. And that's made me feel really good. I felt really proud yesterday because I had a lot of vegetables for dinner. I made myself a big soup with tons of vegetables and I felt good. And I also ate a few pieces of Halloween candy. (laughs) So there was both. But overall, I had a lot of vegetables and I felt good about that. So that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm not going to say, oh, I did have Halloween candy today. No, zero. No, I'm going to say, I felt good eating the vegetables. I'm going to do that again today. Let me do exactly what I did yesterday. What did I do yesterday? Oh, I pulled out one of my daily harvest meals I order online and they're fresh, they're pre-made. It's easy for me. And I cooked that up for dinner and I added some stuff to it and it was delicious and healthy and, and all of that. So just thinking of what you did that helped you feel good. It could be something totally different. It doesn't have to be about this at all. It could be about, I don't know, like that you gave yourself time to paint and you want to be more creative and that made you feel really good. So focus on that. Maybe today you can carve out time to do the same exact thing you did yesterday to make you feel good. So just think of what worked and what's in line with your values that you did yesterday or the day before and do more of that. Just do what already has worked for you in the past. And that's the most likely to be successful right now. They talk about that analogy in business a lot. When you're trying to think of how to increase your income for the year and there's something going on in your business, the message is always do more of what's working already. Don't do something new or crazy or think of some crazy idea or launch something brand new. Just think of what is working, what's making me money and do more of that. Do more of that thing. Make that thing better, increase it because it's already working. So try to think of that for your values. It's different than goals. Values are things you want to live in line with, like family, friendships, health, career, home. I don't know if children's a value, but I think so. You know, family, right? That's a value. So just think of what are things in line with that? Not necessarily these goals and objectives that you have to do and you're down on yourself if you didn't do it. Instead, just think, what's in line with that? What can I do more of in line with values? That's going to make me feel good and in line with myself. And that always shifts and changes. So don't think you always have to do the same things. This week, I could focus more on going for a walk to get outside because the weather's nice. Next week, it's going to be colder and not as nice. I'll focus on a different value. Like I'll focus on, I don't know, maybe work more, something interesting I want to do with work, right? It always shifts around. Because we don't have infinite energy and time. 
So just know that and don't overwhelm yourself with all of it. Just pick one little thing that, oh, that went well. I want to do more of that. Moving on to action item of the week, which is exactly what I was just saying, is to review the past week, what went good, what was in line with my values, and then schedule that in your calendar. I would even look, open up your phone, put in your calendar, lunchtime at noon, go outside. And not even to exercise, just go outside to get some sunlight, breathe the fresh air. And if you happen to feel like taking a little walk around the block, you can do that. But that doesn't necessarily have to be the goal either. It can just be to get out into sunlight and look at the beautiful leaves and foliage right now. So just think of what's working for you, what you want to do more of, and schedule it. Write it in your phone, put little reminders on each day of the week, like do more of this, eat more of the salads that you liked, treat yourself to sushi. It's healthy and you don't want to cook, right? Like it can serve you as well as taking something off your plate and being in line with your values. So think of what works for you. That is all I have today. I will talk to you all next week. I hope you have a beautiful beginning to November and bundle up for the cold that's coming. (laughs) Bye.